Boston College sits at seven players in the transfer portal right now that they have landed from other programs. This is a number that is something that was unfathomable for the last two seasons as we've listened to Jeff Halfley say, excuse me, that he wants to not live in the transfer portal. However, on today's show, I don't think BC's done. I think the Eagles are going to continue to look in the transfer portal. And I'm going to give you three positions I think BC should really emphasize as they hit the transfer portal as more bowl teams finish and more players enter the portal. We're going to look at all this and more on today's Locked On BC. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy New Year's, everyone. This is AJ Black. This is Locked on BC. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. BC football. They sit at seven players that they have landed in the transfer portal. One of the top schools right now, they're in the upper half in the country in terms of getting players on campus now in the transfer portal. And many of these players are going to be ready for the spring, which means that Jeff Halfley and his, his staff, as much as they say they haven't changed the way that they are looking at this, numbers don't lie, folks. Men lie, women lie, but numbers don't lie. And seven is a big number. And when you're looking at where they're at, you you look at, at social media, you know, things are quiet in the transfer portal. It's not like recruiting where kids are begging their names to get out there so you know about the stories that are going on. College kids, they, they're quieter. And the coaching staffs, <clears throat> they, they have relationships to hold, so they don't want to talk about it until it's a done deal either. But you can see where the staff is going. And right now, Boston College is not done. They have seven, but they are not, they're looking for more in the transfer portal. When you're a team that went three and nine last year, one of the worst teams in BC history with an offensive line that was easily the worst in the country, a defense that at times were, was miserable to watch, and it was a bad product. And a coach, frankly, who's on the hot seat right now, you have to make bold moves. You have to. You have a program that needs to have big moves to take in that next step. And you have a coaching staff that want to keep their jobs, to be frank. You, you, if you're Jeff Halfley, you know that if you bring in freshmen, you're going to risk, ha- you know, that there's not going to be established guys to jump in where there's needs. You can't risk bringing in guys. And, and you know, there were multiple freshmen that played last year. And at times you were like, oof. Those guys looked really raw because they're true freshmen. Transfers can cut out that wait period. They can get you a guy out there immediately. And we've seen this multiple times with Boston College that are ready to go. From Jaden Woodby from last year to George Takis to even Isaiah Graham Mobley a couple years ago. BC has always dipped their toes in the transfer portal, but they didn't do what some of these other programs are doing. They're doing more of that this year. And here on today's show, 
I want to look at three positions that I think BC should really continue to look at because honestly, with the COVID numbers and the way that they have that extra COVID year, I'm not honestly sure how many more scholarship spots BC has available. They're throwing around offers and interest in the transfer portal. Like it's, it's going out of style, but it's hard to gauge because this whole, you know, COVID year in 2020 really put a, a re a weird twist into following along in terms of, tr- of roster management. So on, let, let's look at three positions. If, if, let's pretend that BC has, you know, three scholarships left to go. What are three positions I think BC should really focus on? And we're going to start that off with the obvious one. And that is it's the picture right there. It is your offensive line. I actually made a stupid mistake. If you're watching along on YouTube, and I hope you do. Um, the first thing I said was what BC really needs to land in the transfer portal. And I put up a picture of Jeff Halfley. No, they don't, they don't need to be hitting up a, a new coach in the transfer portal. Some of you may think they may, but that was a stupid mistake on my part. I meant the offensive line. And specifically, I think BC needs another tackle. And it's something I know the staff has been looking at. I've seen them showing interest in a wide variety of, of tackles in the transfer portal. And the reason I think BC needs it, I mean, you guys are going to all tell me it's it's common sense, right? They have Ozzy Trapillo coming back. And, you know, he had his rough spots, but he was basically a first-year starter. I think there's good, um, there's good potential in Trapillo. You leave him out there. He, he, he should be starting next year. And no matter what you saw last year, I think with a better line around him, he'll play better. He'll play up to it. So uh, I think Trapillo's fine. The other tackle position is a giant question mark. You could gulp, go with someone like, you know, Jack Conley. I, I don't think Conley should be playing tackle again. If you're going to use him, he should be a guard or a backup, um, you know, a swing that could do anything. But, Honestly, you you you've, you've got a few options, and none of them seem like ones I would want. I feel comfortable going next year into. The other options are Kevin Klein, who we saw play tackle for a little bit last year before he got hurt. I think he played one or two games, and then he was gone. That's a huge, huge question mark. You don't you don't have a full season of what Kevin Klein can do. And if you're Jeff Halfley and your your career is on the line, do you go with Kevin Klein next year, or do you go into the portal? And you look at like someone from, I'm just throwing out a name, Logan Taylor from UVA, who's played for two or three seasons, and you roll the dice with a guy that's experienced. If I was Halfley, I would go with option two every day plus twice on Saturday. Because you cannot just guess that like a Kevin Klein is ready. Because Kevin Klein hasn't shown you anything. In fact, the games that he played last year were a little suspect. And he's come back from a major injury. You need so you need stability at that tackle position, and that's why I don't think Klein's the answer yet. And Klein could be. I'm not saying that he's not going to be a good player for BC. I'm just saying you, you, you gotta you gotta take the biggest uh, sure thing here, and I think the transfer portal will be that. The other option I was going to say is Jude Bowery, but that's again another huge gamble. Bowery I think will be a multi year starter for Boston College. But he's a red shirt. He's he's either gonna be a red shirt freshman or sophomore. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he hasn't played all that much. Again, you're gonna get a guy that you have to basically, you know, cut his teeth on a year that you have to win. 
you you have to go out there. You have to get a you have to get a tackle. This is priority number one for Boston College next year. A offensive tackle. They need that because you could go in next year with an offensive line of Trapillo, Kendall, um, with Mahogany, of course, Hergel, and then this transfer. All of a sudden, you've reshuffled your offensive line. We don't know what's happening with Dave Guglielmo, their offensive line coach, but I get the sense that I'm guessing that that has to be a move that's happening soon. You do all of that, and then all of a sudden, your offensive line has much more experience. You have talent. I I think Hurgle's a a huge upgrade over what they had at guard last year. Obviously, Christian Mahogany immediately becomes one of the best guards, not just on Boston College, but in the ACC. And if you told him, he'd say in the country, and I wouldn't argue against that. You have improving tackle Ozzy Trapillo. He's going to get better, folks. Same thing with Drew Kendall. Drew Kendall and, and Trapillo, they had their moments last year where they looked rough but they're growing pains and that's completely natural. I think they're going to get better. And then you get that other tackle. Then all of a sudden your offensive line goes from a gigantic liability to, Oh man, we might have a decent offensive line this year. We might actually have a good offensive line. And that is what Jeff Halfley desperately needs in his, in his fourth year at BC. So that's our first need. And I think it's a major one for BC. Now in a moment, I'm going to go to the other side of the ball and I'm going to look at a position that we kind of talked about yesterday, but I think it's one that bears repeating because it's another big position of need for BC. And I think one, they cannot wait to fix. Now, as a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates with more efficiently, uh, with more efficiency by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experience to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs help you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with marketing tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post company and their 87, 875 million profiles to put in your job posts in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn jobs and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on how your job qualifications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is Locked on BC. AJ Black here. And if you have not done so already, please, 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 I'm asking you as a New Year's favor to your favorite BC host hit that subscribe button and become a YouTube subscriber to our Locked On BC channel. It's absolutely free, and you're going to get all your BC news sent directly to your YouTube feed. you get all these videos. It's great. Um, and we will be doing some special videos too, um, you know, when there's big news, and hopefully we'll get some big news coming up. So make sure you subscribe to YouTube and our Locked On channel. And for those folks who continue to ask, I heard someone who sort of listened to yesterday's podcast asked me, um, why I sound so sick. I have COVID again. I'm totally fine. My voice sounds like crap, um, but I'm fine. So uh, that was just a little note there, but thank you for the, anyone who uh, was asking about that. But let's look at priority number two 
for Boston College in the transfer portal. You're saying that they only have like two or three spots left. Where else should BC lose? Look, and I thought one position I was going to say is linebacker, but I'm not going to go with linebacker on this. I know Cam Arnold, Bryce Steele, you have Vinny De Palma coming back. I know those are positions that you're starting to worry about. Cam Arnold, I can't believe, is a senior, which is crazy. But he actually has two years left because of the COVID year. But you look at these guys, and, and you would think that. But I, I, I think they're going to progress. I have a little bit of faith in that. And maybe that's a little naivete on my part, but that's where I'm going to go with that. My second position I, I want to see BC f- fix is what I said talked about yesterday is the safety position. Now, Jason Matry is in the trans he was in the transfer portal. He's now at Wisconsin after uh fortunately deciding not to go to Liberty. Um he, he actually wants a uh a um education that means something. And I'm glad that he ended up at Wisconsin, a school that's going to actually be going someplace. So that's good. Uh, and then J- Jaden Woodbay is now uh, getting to the NFL draft. BC has two safety spots that they need to fill. They have Cole Batson, who played quite a bit last year. And you know what? He's perfectly serviceable. But again, just like I said for the offensive line, he was, you know, an underclassman last year. He's a guy that only had, he only has a handful of starts under his belt. Uh, do you want him out there? Or do you want to get another transfer? That, that's a question for Jeff Halfley. But it looks basic based on our story that we had yesterday on Jarrah Wilson from ECU. It looks like BC's still not done with the safety position. And I think it's a wise move. You get a guy like Jarrah Wilson out there. You're getting a guy that has played three years. Your safety position is obviously one that, you know, um, experience and those repetitions are so important. It gives you the instincts to know you know, where to be on the field, to how to make plays, how to read offenses that you don't have to worry about when you, uh, instead of having a, a an underclassman out there. And so I think BC, you know, they could go with Steve Lubisher. There's nothing wrong with that, but they also may want to go someplace else. And I think safety is a, is a safe position for BC to go at. And I, I think this is going to be a spot where if the right guy is there for Wilson, we, they can get him on campus and get him going. You then bring him in and you line him up with Victor Nelson. As I said yesterday, you have two big and Cole Batson's big too. I think he's six, two or six, three. You get three big safeties back there. That is that that changes kind of the complexion of your defense and gives you some physicality and length that's so important when you're playing against bigger wide receivers. So I'm looking at this, that this is going to be something that BC is going to want to go for. And Wilson to kind of update on our, our story from yesterday. You know, I, I thought some bigger programs might go after him and, and there have been some decent sized ones. He's has offers now from Kansas, West Virginia and Baylor. I think are the big ones I noticed, but I, I, I ruled, you know, earlier this offseason when I saw, saw you know, some programs offering some BC targets, I thought, okay, if that's the case, then BC's gone. BC has landed commitments from a kid that had offers from Iowa. Uh, Bashel Tootin, the running back that they landed from the NCAAT, had offers from Georgia, Florida. I mean, he had a ton of big offers. So I, I don't rule out BC at all if that's the case. And I think it's a big, I think it's a big get if they could get him. Um, 
And I think that's that's the next spot I, I would look at for Boston College. It's a safety position. Now, in our final segment, I'm going to go back to the offensive side of the ball. And I'm going to look at a position BC has been very active in over the last three years in the transfer portal. But I think it's time that they continue doing that, at least for one more season. We'll get into that all in just a moment. But Bet Online is what I want to tell you about next. They are your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every sports and amateur league out there. From for, for football focus, uh, football to college bowl season to basketball, they've got it covered at betonline.net. I immediately got notification that the national championship game had a 13.5 point spread for Georgia against TCU. And if you're like me, I, I watched those two games. Georgia looked good, but they looked beatable. And 13 and a half seems really big. So I, I, I went in there and I, I was, I'm thinking TCU might be a, a good bet. But if you agree, if you disagree, you can head over to betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at betonline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, A Black. Thank you all for listening, and please follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. So this is our transfer portal discussion, but before we get into our final position that I think Boston College really needs to focus in with their last few spots on that transfer portal, tomorrow's episode, Mitch Wolf is going to join me. I know we haven't heard from him in a while. He's got, and we won't hear from him for a couple weeks after that because he's going to be busy. But we have some great discussions coming up about BC football. If you love Mitch, make sure you are around. If we're going to go live probably around 8 o'clock again tomorrow, um, hit that subscribe button on YouTube and hit the bell. You'll know when we go live, and then you can join our conversation as well. So the final position Boston College needs to hit in the transfer portal. Not the running back. They've, They've hit that up. Wide receiver seems totally fine. It's the tight end position. Now, I didn't go with quarterback here because... Honestly, at this point, are you going to find a quarterback that A, is going to be good enough to to beat Emmett Moorhead out? And I don't think you're going to, unless you're going to pay to get like a Brennan Armstrong here, and you're never going to do that. And B, yeah, you could get a backup, but you've got enough guys in that quarterback room. They're all unproven, but so are most of the guys you're going to go for in the transfer portal. You're never going to get a starting quarterback in here to be a backup to Emmett Moorhead. Just going to throw that out there. And you've got the Peter Della Portises and Jacoby Robinsons. You've got the guys that coming in and Matt Reeve. We don't know what he's been able to do to, to back up Moorhead. So I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's the tight end position. Here's why you have coming into next year. George Takis is, is, is on paper ready to come back for one more year. He was fine. He got hurt a lot. I mean, tight ends a physical position. It's going to happen. But my biggest concern isn't the play of more uh, Takis, who I think will be good when you pe- match him up with Moorhead. It's what's after Takis. Who do you have a tight end to? Jeremiah Franklin, I, I, I think needs time. I don't think he's your answer yet. He had a tough year at tight end for BC. You have Hans Lillis, who, I mean, I don't see him as tight end one. He's a nice complimentary player. Is he the guy that's going to make a lot of big plays and be a really big part of your passing game? 
No, he's not. Spencer Witter uh, has kind of fallen off the planet. I don't know. I'm not sure what he will bring. I know he's hurt, so he could play a little bit, but will he be against tight end one? I don't see it. Matt Regan is their other tight end that's on their roster. We haven't seen him yet. He's He, again, probably will have the same learning curve that Jeremiah Franklin had. So that brings me to this question, like, does BC go out to the portal and try to grab one more tight end? I say yes. To be fair, though, I haven't seen BC being all that active out there. I haven't seen them connecting too many tight ends. So this is more of a me thing. So maybe the staff disagrees with me. Maybe there's an answer on the staff, on the roster, that they can they can flip to, right? Maybe they put Tashi Johnson, who we saw play a little bit of that, that hybrid tight end wide receiver role last year. Maybe they put him in. I don't know. But I think it's a wise move, move because you know, they, they've got a bunch of young guys there. They just need one more year. I think if you got one more year, you would get somebody out of this pool of Jeremiah Franklin, Holden Simmons, who's a true freshman coming in and Matt Regan, who's a redshirt freshman this year. You give them one more year to kind of to get things together, get their bodies in, in mind into college shape. They'll get there, but I don't, I don't see it for 2023. But as I said, the staff hasn't hasn't really, you know, I've I watch and kind of follow along where they're going in the transfer portal. You can see who the staff kind of connects with, uh, if you have if you use the right tools. And I haven't seen them really connecting with many tight ends. So this might be just an AJ dream, but I think a lot of folks out there might agree with me. If you and and so I'm curious what you think. Who do you think BC should be going after in the transfer portal? Um, and, and I want to I want to challenge you. Think if they only have a few spots left. You can't just say they want everybody because you're not going to just flip the entire roster. They're doing a lot to, I mean, they've kind of already done a lot of that. I mean, seven players on on a team that starts, what, 22? That's a lot. Uh, That's a lot of turnover. And not all those guys are going to start, of course, but they've already done a lot. Will they do more? We're going to have to wait and see. So again, tomorrow's show, Mitch Wolf will be here. We're going to continue talking about BC football. We're going to also preview Tuesday's game between BC men's basketball and Notre Dame. Hopefully any other news items that comes up. If you want to, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And I am the editor and publisher of Eagle Insider. I'd love it if you became a member there too. Uh, We have a lot of BC news up there. Uh, You can get in there. This great community of BC fans. They exist. I tell you they're there. Hit up. Uh, Eagle Insiders, Power 247 Network. There's free stuff. There's pay stuff. It's whatever you would like. But this is AJ Black. I'm going to head out now. I'm sure you're tired of listening to my nasally sick voice right now. But I'm feeling good. I'm happy. And I want to ha- wish you all a happy 2023. Uh, and hopefully this will be a better year for BC Sports. 2022 was pretty disappointing. You had the women's lacrosse team. Uh, you had some volleyball success. Basketball had like a tiny little run, but I want to see more success. You know, it's it, it, this has been my New Year's hope for the last like 15 years. And other than a few smatterings here and there, it really hasn't come true. But maybe this will be a year where things change a little bit. Well, this is AJ Black. Thank you all. We'll see you again soon. Take care.